Hi, I'm Pastor Mike Douglas with Mike's Minute, or two, or three, or four. Frustrations, emotions, and legal maneuvering are ramping up now at this point on the coronavirus timeline. I call it the COVID-19 cacophony. It occurred to me, sadly, in the middle of the night, and sometimes I'm not as fast on the uptake as I should be, that a lot of the angst associated with the elongated coronavirus journey might be rooted in two deep truths. One, men and women were embedded by God with a predisposition to work or labor. And number two, God also implanted a divine DNA in men and women to worship Him in community with each other. Allow me to dig a little deeper into this. Adam and Eve were given work to do in the Garden of Eden. Work or labor was a productive thing, even a joyous thing. We could call it an act of worship in and of itself. Labor did not become toil until disobedience entered the garden, and God removed the perpetrators from Eden. There is a theology of work, too extensive to fit in here, but work is a good thing, with many God-intended benefits, including being productive, reflecting God's own character as His work produced creation, and helping create self-esteem and jobs well done. The other divine DNA factor is that God intended His people to be in relationship with Him and to do that in the context of community, as well as individually. That group expression, that community communication with God, we also call that worship. So if we accept my premise that God implanted a desire to work and a desire to worship Him, then it becomes very evident why there is so much angst and frustration and emotions and simmering issues arising out of the coronavirus extended journey. We are, for a very extended time, squelching two God-implanted needs in mankind, the need to work and be productive and the need to worship God in relational group settings. Now look, I don't tell people what to do. I gave that up for Lent a long time ago. What I do is simply offer things to think about, principles to ponder, with the knowledge that God has given all of us the capacity for careful reasoning and critical thinking on our own. Now whether we choose to exercise that capacity is another issue, but the capacity to reason well is there. Now, having spent half my working life in government emergency services and the remaining half or so in vocational ministry in the private sector, I can see and I have experienced several sides of the issues before us. There are no pat answers to challenges that beg for new solutions, and in our fast-food, me-centric, don't-ever-let-me-feel-pain culture, Many folks get sideways with government and sideways with each other. Work and worship. How can we allow these God-implanted desires to flow in healthy ways while still respecting the dangers of coronavirus? It won't happen at all by us pushing back at each other, but it may happen if we actively listen to each other, from the offices of state governors to the homes in dangers of foreclosure and if we acknowledge the nuggets of truth each of us has to offer and engage in real conversations that don't pander to news clips and social media posts. Local government pushing back at state government, state government pushing back at local government, out-of-work people pushing back at both, 
as many businesses built by decades of blood, sweat, and tears are likely to die unnatural economic deaths. Now, on the government side, and I've been there, the staccato cadence and repetition of foggy verbiage is grating upon the public. On the public side, knee-jerk reactions based mostly on emotion create even more havoc with our governmental leaders and with others who share different views. There are areas of common concerns on all sides involved. We all want to reduce coronavirus infections. It's the how of how we do that, which is dicey. To wrap this up, I believe there are ways of resolving COVID-19 conflict if we are all willing, at all levels, to humbly and attentively listen to each other, to give up proving we're right, to look for those nuggets of truth even from those we oppose, and to come back to the two principles that woke me up in the middle of the night. Work and worship are God-implanted desires in mankind, and we should give those two desires top priority now in our solutions. Finally, many of us engaged in online and family expressions of the National Day of Prayer this past week, and it might be well to listen attentively to the divine answers to those prayers. No matter who we are, no matter how we're positioned in our culture, I believe we'll get there, God willing, if we listen to Him and to each other. For Mike's Minute, or two, or many more than two, I'm Mike Douglas. Mm-hmm.